Hey guys, it's Fidel here and we have good news to tell you that we are now on Patreon. If you want to support us and keep this movement going, please go to patreon.com slash black in the maritimes and support us with whatever you can. Uh, if you don't want to make a donation on Patreon, you can definitely go to our website blackinthemaritimes.com under donate and you can donate via PayPal as well. Uh, we really appreciate your help and we appreciate what we've been doing for the last few years and we want to keep it going. So go to Patreon at Black in the Maritimes or you can go to blackinthemaritimes.com and click on donate and you can definitely help us out. Let's start the show. Four, three, two, one, What's up and welcome to another episode of Black in the Maritimes. I'm Fidel. And I'm Hillary. And there's only two of us. Holy shit. <laughs> there is only two of us. Alon and Clinton could not make it. I don't know where they are. They might join the conversation later. I am not sure, but this is the first time. This is the first time that it's like a like a one-two conversation with me and you, like ever. Yeah, we had, we like both interviewed Matthew Green that one time, which is like the smallest I think I had ever participated in. Cause I, when I was interviewed, we were still, that was still four. So yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. The Matthew Green, shout out to Matthew Green. That was a really great interview. That was a, Definitely. Great, interview. That was a great interview. So this is going to be the Hillary show today. So she can have all the things. She can talk all she wants. It's going to be amazing. So uh, we're going to talk about some topics. And we're going to talk about a topic that Hillary is a bit familiar with. And it's not a topic that we say or we talk about a lot, but we can talk about it today. Britney Spears. Uh, Britney Spears uh, just got uh, you know, a testimony to end her conservatorship. Uh, if you guys don't know, there's been something called a Free Britney movement. Uh, it's been by Britney's fans saying, that Britney is under like conservative, she's being controlled and she's being, you know, uh, manipulated by her family. And at first this started as a conspiracy theory. And then as it became, we can, there was a documentary called Framing Britney Spears. Uh, and now we hear from her. This is the first time we actually hear from her. And it is in fucking sane. So, I mean, again, if you guys can see it in, every, in any, Part. I mean, you can see it in any media, you can Google it. it, it is crazy. So what do you think about that, Hillary? It's been, it's absolutely bananas. Um, I couldn't listen to all the audio. Like I was really worried about getting triggered about it. Um, but from what I heard that like she's basically in this conservatorship, not allowed to have children because they've got an, um, an IUD implanted in her that she's not allowed to have removed. I know that her boyfriend of five years posted a photo on Instagram wearing a free Britney t-shirt, but it was strategically like blocked out the day of the trial to even like sort of solidify for fans that it was real before she even spoke. I think it's super sad. I think that like, I still listen to Britney and listen to old songs. And it's funny. I don't know if you know this song, but like one of the oldest ones lucky about like her, like a celebrity girl who has everything and everyone thinks that she should be happy because she has everything. And she's just so sad and listening to it back now. It's just, it's crazy because I think we all thought that she was bananas, that she was insane, that she was not mentally sound when she shaved her head and we all laughed at her and made fun of her for having a, 
mental health crisis in public while being a mom and being like chased around by paparazzi by people with no support from her family and then her family just like pulled a rapunzel and locked her up in a house and took away her her ids and her passports and her medical rights and everything and have just turned her into this money-making machine who had to rely on basically like TikTok comments to try to convey to the fans during this conspiracy theory, like, wear yellow if you're in this conservatorship and you don't have freedom to speak. And then the next day she would be wearing yellow. Like, the whole thing is just absolutely, like, so sad. And I, I, I was saying to my cousin that I hope that not only, obviously, that this conservatorship ends, but I hope that she gets an Oprah special, that she writes a book, that there's a movie, and that she makes all of the millions back that her dad has been taking this entire time as if he has a right. She's, like, in her 40s now, isn't she? Like, isn't she, uh, like, an adult adult? 39. 39. Exactly. Give her her money. I'll be honest. I think, as an artist, I think Britney Spears was a product, and I don't think she has any talent. That's my personal opinion. However, this shit is insane. (laughs) This is insane. Again, she clearly has mental issues. Anybody would have mental issues after what the hell is happening to her, even prior to what she was having. But this is what I say, and I think people don't understand when they see child labor. They think they're in sweatshops or they are like working in, in a third world country. No, no. When you see those kids dancing on TV and being on BMAs and, and getting these awards when they're 13, 10, 9, that is child labor. That is, call it what it is, honey boo boo, all that shit. That is child labor. It's not on a sweatshop. It's not on anything else. It is fucking, they, these kids are working. And when the kids are working and the parents are in a boat, or in a yacht, or in a fancy car, enjoying the fruits of the child's labor, don't expect to have a regular fucking child. That's not normal. A child should not be paying your bills. And if he is, that's a problem. I don't care who, like, and we've seen this, Michael Jackson, Amanda Bynes, uh, any, any kid actor that you could think of is fucked up in some type of way. Uh, you see the Demi Lovato's of the world that they've been working like they're all fucked up in some in some shape or another. Others are better at hiding it. That is like, oh, they, they're like like Zac Efron. I heard things about him that is like, what the fuck? <laughs> but he's better at hiding like he had to move to another country. Like that's how fucked up he was. He had to move to Australia. I think he lives somewhere like that. But that is just messed up, especially. And again, when I see it only happens to kids and women that they get abused like that. Yep. It doesn't happen to grown ass man. Like, like it doesn't happen to grown ass man gets like a conservative shit. Like you could, no. <laughs> like, yeah, you try that shit on fucking, I don't know, on Polo G or one of these young new rappers. See how that's going to work. It only works on women and children. That's it. But I mean, oh my God, uh, you're a Britney fan, right? Like, Yes, well, I, I, I was growing up, I had a lot of the CDs and then not so much, like, because I do agree with you that she's definitely like a Disney product. And so like after a while, like I, I don't know that I would spend money on her concerts per se, but I do like, I'll still listen to like Baby One More Time as a throwback. On the 90s party. Oh, Yeah, throwback. remember? 
pre-COVID parties? Oh my yeah. God. Oh, well, I'm actually, well, New Brunswick, shout out to our province that is doing so freaking great. We are able to have parties here. So yes. We are able to have gatherings. Ontario is getting there, but uh, I mean, how is Ontario right now? Like, how how is everything going right now? Like, not so bad like i um from my understanding a lot of things were able to reopen at the same time i don't know that toronto has any different restrictions anymore on saturday it'll be two weeks since i've been officially double dosed so i will be fully covid immune from my understandings for a while which is nice but i think that things are like okay like the lineup at winners is still insane and i don't think you can go to the spa but it's better than it's slightly better Slightly better. I, why I would see you the go light. From, why would you go to Winners? It's cheap. I love Winners. Shout out to them. But can't you just buy that online? Uh, well, one, we don't support Jeffrey Bezos in this household. Two, I, I like. There's still. Um, I don't know if it's. It can't just be an only female thing. But there's something to be said about going and actually looking at items. Like I hate online shopping. I things don't fit me. They're not the right material. They're not what I want. I can't check the quality. I prefer shopping in person. For everything like i online shopping has been very stressful during this whole pandemic so hold on you don't support jeff nobody buys from amazon in, in your house oh i like i don't i do not oh wow. wow i've never i've bought maybe two things in my whole life he's trash if i can avoid it Good for you. I, I, I definitely, you're, you're definitely a better person than I am because I freaking buy at Amazon. I wasn't an Amazon guy until this pandemic. When this pandemic hit, I became an Amazon person. But I, I also, I mean, like not to, I, I know we said it was going to be the Hillary show and like, haha, but I have very minimal needs. Like I'm living at my father's house, which is furnished. Like I haven't needed to order anything. Like I, I ordered mini these. I ordered mini little perfume vials so that I could carry perfume in my pocket. This is the only Amazon purchase I've made um, ever. And it was within the last 12 months. I don't need things. Okay. That, I might uh, cave when I move back to Toronto because I do see that they have good cat stuff, but I'd rather go to like pet value i don't know i i don't trust things like I, what's it gonna look like when it actually gets to me Ugh, no thanks uh, okay maybe. well by canadian uh free britney definitely free britney yes and, and again it's it's a crazy situation with britney spears again yes. I, I i i don't deserve that to anybody and again let's just say that she's insane let a fucking 39 year old blow out her money a lot of people have done it why can't she she can blow out her own money she worked for it you know whatever she wants to do is fine so but also like you like you said the, the parents caused this problem and then their solution was to like lock her in a house like it's just the what like it's just very neglectful. Like, not only are we going to give this person these mental illnesses, but then we're not going to help them really get better. Like, I don't believe that a conservatorship actually helps a young person get better or thrive. Like we were saying before we started recording, typically it's for older people. Like, I love my mother, but like, lock her in a nursing home. She's dementia. She has nowhere to be, nowhere to go. No more like real, real life to fully engage with. Britney Spears is only 39. She should be out there doing her thing. 
it's I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think, uh, I definitely think that it's, it's an insane thing. I, I feel bad for her just because the, you know, that is something that nobody should go through it, especially again, child labor is child labor. I don't care what the fuck you think. Child labor is, uh, it doesn't matter if you're working, uh, selling candy or if you are dancing at the Grammys, it doesn't matter. You, you said that in my first thought, though, not to stir the conversation in a different way, but it's just us. Um, there, I wonder, though, this coming generation, I feel like so many kids now want to be famous because of YouTube and TikTok. And I wonder if there isn't a blurred line there between actually genuine kids wanting fame, but then not wanting to obviously do any of the exhausting work that would then make it child labor and then what would you do? Like, there there must be 15-year-olds who actually desire being TikTok famous, but then they're not going to want to spend five hours making TikTok content because that is child labor. So, like, that's a very new, bizarre reality, which is different than schlepping your kids off to, like, Disney studios and getting them to turn into Britney. Well, here's the difference. The difference is this, and it's quite it's quite simple. If your child, your 9, 7, 8, 10, 12, 13-year-old mm-hmm. decides to go on TikTok and he becomes viral and he does five TikToks, 10 TikToks a day because he wants to, that's cool. Mm-hmm. When you sign a contract that he has to be up at 6, 7 at 7, uh, has to do this at time, and then and he gets a lunch break, and then he gets a thing, that is called work. Yeah. And he gets paid for it. That's different because you agree. Now, if the child says, I don't want to do this anymore and he can quit on his own. Amazing. You did the right thing. But when you say, oh, no, we need to pay the bills. We need to pay the car insurance and we need to pay the mortgage. When when it becomes that, when the child is the main breadwinner, that's a problem. When the, you're expecting the mortgage to be paid out of the kid and not your work, that's a problem. You're you're not raising your child. Your child is working. That's what's happening. So Fair enough. moving on for that, uh, well, let's talk about another celebrity news. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, now this is a this is a weird one. Michael B. Jordan uh, just released a new rum brand called J. Overt. And he will, he did like a TikTok or Instagram. He was so happy. Uh, apparently, Jay Ubert is a celebration in the West Indies, especially in Trinidad, that is a celebration before Carnival of emancipation. Uh, emancipation mm-hmm. means that the slaves were free from the colonies. In Trinidad, this is very celebrated. Michael B. Jordan is not Trinidadian. He is not from there. His partner is, though. And people felt some type of way, including Nicki Minaj, uh, that she's Trinidarian uh, or half Trinidarian, something like that. And saying that Michael B. Jordan was doing cultural appropriation. So he got slammed in social media and then he apologized and he's decided to change. This is some crazy, crazy shit. Did you see it? (laughs) 
I had not until you sent the article, which my the, I thought it was really funny that the article you said was from the Calgary Herald because I was like, who in Calgary gives a fuck about Michael B. Jordan making rum? But okay. First of all, I want to correct you because it's Jouvard because oh. it's it's French and they even say in the article it's Creole. But my first thought was like Jouvard means to open. So I thought it was French. I did not realize it was going to be Creole and then from Trinidad and Tobago and the holiday. I think that, like, first of all, do we need more celebrity liquors? Um, Maybe it's just my sobriety speaking, but is this necessary? Second of all, in this, like, so Kendall Jenner recently came out with a tequila and everyone was like, girl, like, leave that to the Mexicans. And then the, the, like, and then the whole photo set was sort of deemed as cultural appropriation because of the filtering of the photos to make it look a specific way, et cetera. And her wearing a sombrero and a poncho in the same vein, in the same vein, like, um, would you like, is rum not sort of like a, I know we drink all alcohols everywhere, but why is Michael B. Jordan making a rum? And then like, like, I feel like there's levels to this that could be deemed cultural appropriation, but also like wh- who really gives a fuck? Apparently the people from Trinidad and Tobago, but I'm a little bit like, what? Why? Why on all fronts? Why is this happening? Why do we care? <laughs> why? You know what? It is, we make celebrities popular and they are going to milk this shit and again, shout out to the Kardashians. You have milked that shit billionaire style. They was, milked that shit. It was all over TikTok because they made the secret account and then the account was only following, I think, Kylie and Kendall. And then one TikToker noticed the tequila in a background of a shot from the show. This this uh, influencer on TikTok did a very deep dive and was very successful. And then yet again, Kendall was like, I've made tequila. And everyone was like, but you're not Mexican. And you also didn't make it like you're not out there making the tequila. And then the same like Michael B. Jordan's not out there making the rum. And then to me, and also like if he named it, like, um, if he named it Juvad because it has to do with Trinidad and Tobago because his partner is from there, like, if he's trying to do this, like, love language shit, that relationship ain't gonna last. Why are you doing that? Stop that. It's like, it's like getting your partner's name tattooed. Don't put businesses, don't create things in homage of other people that you're sleeping with. They will break your heart. Well, I will say this, this... George Clooney, Diddy, liquor money has gotten every celebrity crazy. <laughs> They're like, if Diddy did it and became almost a billionaire, and if George Clooney became a billionaire because of this shit, I am doing the same. Again, every celebrity that we know has some crazy brand. Ryan Reynolds has one. Yep. I mean, anybody has one. Every rapper has one. It's just crazy. I mean, again, stop fucking putting celebrities on a pedestal let's stop this people it's just and like just because they're like i understand that they're extremely talented but it's getting to be it's just getting to be a lot i just don't understand again shout out to the kardashians (laughs) they they exploited black men better than a lot of people did (laughs) 
well well tristan what's his name tristan thomas he just cheated on thompson just cheated on whichever one that is not chloe Chloe. again apparently a menage a trois flagrantly in front of people just down the street knowing he's being watched like and we'll see that on the next episode on whatever reality show they'll fuck again they have exploited black men better than anybody fucking else i think we should just i think we should just stop giving a fuck what the celebrity do i mean like i i do care about certain celebrities but i have never seen an episode of any of the kardashians anything i don't own anything kardashian like i have never succumbed i don't think i've ever i mean i probably subconsciously or like i probably don't know that i've given them money but to my knowledge i have never given them anything i've never bought a kendall and kylie clothing item nothing Again, nothing wrong with buying stuff. Again, nothing wrong with you liking what another person says. That's that's nothing wrong. The problem is, is when it becomes something that either they do wrong or a product that you don't support. If you don't freaking, if again, if Michael B. Jordan releases wrong, why should we fucking care? Because it's him. Apparently. Like, does he know? And like, and I agree with you. Does he know anything about rum? Does he? Well, like, yeah. Like, what? and again, <laughs> rum, just drink your goddamn normal rum that you always drink and you will be fine. We don't give a fuck if Michael B. Jordan or any celebrity does this. And again, he's going to change it. Good for him. I mean. Well, who's going out there for Michael B. Jordan? Like, couldn't I understand? I don't understand all the money bo- politics behind it. But couldn't there just have been a like Bacardi X Michael B. Jordan version and he could have made some bank that way? Like, why make your own? What women are out there thinking I'm going to drink this Michael B. Jordan rum and find myself with Michael B. Jordan? Is that the I don't understand the thought process. Also, I just drank to get like blackout drunk and I didn't care what I was drinking. So I'm not like an alcoholic connoisseur, but I don't understand. I don't like I. I have a hard time. It's like celebrity perfume. I don't know that there's actually quality behind these names other than just selling something because of the name. You could convince me Michael B. Jordan's rum was just Bacardi in a different bottle and I'd be like, bet. Yep, pretty much. Uh, that's what exactly it is. It's just a well, way to get some more money. It's just that's what it is. Like, hey. You have yeah. enough. You have enough money. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, no, that he's definitely not. Again, I'm telling you, this Diddy, George Clooney people got everybody crazy trying to get Dr. Dre thing. Everybody that got a bunch of money, they're like, oh, shit. If he did that, I could do that, too. Again. So, anyways. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, good luck with your rum. If it's too expensive, I'm not going to drink it. If it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to drink it. And I'm Dominican. We do the best rum on the world. I said it. It is what it is. We're still going to do that. So we're going to go with some Canadian good politics news, actually. Uh, Bernadette Clement, she is the first female Black mayor of Cornwall, Ontario. She's been the mayor since 2018. And she's now going to be a senator. She got appointed by Justin Trudeau, and she will leave her position. She's only a handful of Black senators that have actually been. Uh, There's, I think, one right now. uh, And the first Black senator was a Black woman as well. Uh, So this is kind of cool news that uh, there is a senator. Again, I think the, the Senate in Canada should be abolished. That's my personal opinion for many, many reasons, but it's still there. Uh, I mean, did you read this, Hillary? I did. I think it's super exciting. Um, we always want women in power. We want black women in power. I'm like, I, 
don't know enough about politics to necessarily understand the point of the Senate. Like, I don't understand. I just, I vote and I do my civic duty and I do what I think is right, but I don't do deep dives. But obviously I want there to be more black women in power. I think that it's uh, amazing. I like that, you know, Justin Trudeau appointed somebody of color. It's a a white man doing the right thing for once. (laughs) I mean, honestly, and and the Senate in Canada is weird because most Senates are elected officials in countries like the United States and Latin America. In Canada, and it's similar to Great Britain, it's appointed by the prime minister and they are supposed to legislate the laws that go to the you know the house of commons from the house of commons it goes to the senate and then from the senate it becomes the law uh that is how it's supposed to be usually the senate is like an honorary position they don't really intervene too much because they know they're not elected officials so they could get in trouble uh so that's why i feel like well it is what it is we had a mike duffy thing like a couple of years ago um, PEI and and again it 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 is a it is kind of a crazy position. People in Justin Trudeau said that he thought it was useless, but now that he's prime minister, he changed his mind, uh, and that is another story. Uh, but yeah, definitely a shout out to uh, that woman again, Bernadette Clement. Definitely well deserved. Hopefully, we mm-hmm. can get more black people in politics. And again, it, this is a, I think this is a happy news. It, it's something that it, it's to look forward to. So now that we had happy news, let's go do some bullshit. Before we go to sad news, can I just add, just because it's Pride Month, that didn't they just pass the from the House of Commons to the Senate, um, finally making conversion therapy illegal? I believe I saw that on Justin Trudeau's Facebook. So hopefully this lovely woman can help that get passed because how is it not illegal yet? I thought that was illegal. I thought it was illegal. It's not here. It's not here. I went Holy to a shit. drag. I went to a drag queer brunch with the NDP, and Jugme talked about that about how you should vote for NDP because it wasn't illegal. And then three minutes later, not literally three minutes later, but uh, just a few days after, Justin Trudeau said that they finally passed it um, through the House of Commons and that it was going to the Senate, I believe. Canada is this weird place sometimes that <laughs> you know, like we have like. A lot of things we do we don't see like do 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 like for example when I tell people that black people and indigenous people had full rights in 1977 that's when we mm. they actually had full right like that's that's our civil rights act and yeah. people are like no I'm like yep <laughs> like uh, we just let this by like and again conversion therapy again uh, we thought I, again it should be illegal I thought it was illegal. It's not, which is insane. Uh, but that's the problem. We, I think we let things pass. Uh, but that is a good, you know, that's amazing that this happening because yeah, it was. So I, I looked it up just to make sure I was factually correct. So they reintroduced the bill banning it in October of 2020, and it says Canadian lawmakers have passed the bill. Um. So now, yeah, House of Commons votes to ban conversion therapy in Canada two days ago. Two days ago. Well, again, it got done. Shout out to whoever, well, Jasmine Cena talked about it. So, yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, please be on our show. We really would like you to be on our show. I'm trying. <laughs> me, going, me going to drag brunch with covered in glitter to try to get his attention. But there was like 100 people there. Um, and so I did not have his attention. But he also was very politely um clapping and nodding along to the drag performers through zoom it was very awkward but like humorous and cute 
I enjoyed it. I love drag shows. I love drag shows, but in Zoom, I don't know. I I, I don't see I, again. Zoom is good for a lot of things, but I don't think a drag in Zoom is a. Well, there was there was one live. So Fifi who curs, um, she was performing live, and also the MC. But they did spend like the first thirty minutes of like. Uh, of it being NDP propaganda and them talking about how they support the queers, support pride, support trans, et cetera. And then the last 30 minutes, there was just a few like pre-recorded things that they aired through zoom and had those different drag queens just say like a quick hello. And then Fifi at the very end performed two numbers and did a costume and wig change live. It was impressive. Hey, those splits. Ooh, (laughs) Jesus. Those split and those things. I mean, I'm shout out to them. I'm like, this is this some real work, changing, doing all of this thing, and then doing splits and dancing. Yes, way more than I can do. Uh, And as much as I had to spoil it, we're gonna have to do some sad news right now. Yes, the sad news. Unfortunately, which again, I'll be honest with you, is is sad, uh, but it's not news. at Saskatoon First Nation, they discovered 751 unmarked graves near Foreman Residential School. Uh, now, the Cowesies, or Cowesies, sorry about that, yes. First Nation announced uh, the preliminary finding of 751 unmarked graves in a cemetery near the former Maryville Indian Residential School. Uh, the Maryville Re- Indian Residential School was operating from 1899 to 1997 that means this was one of the last residential schools yeah. to be closed because i think it was 98 that they closed all of yes. them that, that i think all of these clo- close all of them and the first nation uh you know they've been taken over uh took over the school cemetery from the catholic church in 1970 and now they're doing this uh all this research because of again what happened in Kamloops. uh and again this is sad, but not surprising. Yeah. I, I, I mean, what's your take on it? I completely agree. It's really, really sad. When we talked about Kamloops, you know, um, we at all, and I remember Alon as well, saying that, like, obviously this number is going to keep rising the more that they investigate. I think I was a bit taken aback by such a big number at one location, I think that's what devastated me this time. It was sort of like, oh, I thought 215 was a lot, but they more than tripled that number at one location, which is just horrifying and devastating. I I just really hope that, like, there's no, like, Canada can't really, I hope, turn a blind eye from this anymore. Like, I, I mean politicians often suck and they are going to do what they want but I don't know that society would really let them anymore like the indigenous have been saying this for a really really long time obviously they know that these people never came back they have been devastated they have been heartbroken for decades not very many decades though um so I think that this is a reality that they already knew and it's definitely devastating I hope that as a country, we all come together and support them in having proper truth and reconciliation, having uh, 
uh, proper resources and rights and everything that should come along with this. There's uh, like 94 acts, if I'm using my terminology correctly, of the Truth and Reconciliation Act that need to be reconciled. And I just, you can't, you can't turn away from this number anymore that's going to keep rising and just like placate these people with crumbs and with nothing. Like we have to be, I like the government has to do the right thing. And I hope in the same way that we all like, I hate necessarily the word rioted, but like how we all came together when uh, George Floyd was murdered, that we all come together for this as well. Like just because these, these people have been unfortunately dead for an extremely long time does not mean we should not still be completely appalled by this behavior. And I'm also just shout out to the New Brunswick communities that are saying uh, we will not be celebrating Canada Day in the same way, because I think that that's extremely important. Our country was founded on like rape and murder and genocide and blood. And uh, like, I'm all for like cool 1867 Confederacy, but at the same, like we came together, Confederation cool, but um, not such a great country after all. I mean, I, last time we talked about this, I said that we all failed uh, because we Mm -hmm. pay attention to this and then we move on. However, uh, one of the things that I want to focus on is how do we get this? How do we as people try to repair this? And I, and I will come, you know, for those of you who are listening, I will tell you some solutions. Write to your local MLA, Mm -hmm. write to your, uh, you know, to your MP, write to your politician, call them uh, to when there's any activity that the indigenous, uh, like water or things on your reserve, uh, reserves near you, uh, support indigenous charity with your pockets, you know, donate money to indigenous charities, uh, support volunteer. If you don't have money, give your time away to some indigenous charities, support them. Let's not just do this social media thing mm-hmm. or let's just not boycott. Again, I feel boycott Canada is not going to do shit. I feel like we need to have action. And again, nobody's telling you if you're not a person that wants to be on the street protesting, that's cool. Donate $10 to a, to any foundation, maybe a month. Donate your time if you don't have $10. Uh, be intrigued. I think it's, it's talk is cheap at this point. It's mm-hmm. this actions. I think we all need to take action. I think we all need to, you know, get these issues and talk to our politicians. We should write to our politicians, call them and, you know, mobilize people, whether it's by phone, internet, whatever you want to do, email. Definitely this it's been going on for too long. Uh, we as a society had let it go for too long. We decided because we're more focused on, we, again, and that's a normal thing. We move on to the flavor of the day. That is just human nature. But we as a whole, we need to make sure that we have some type of action. This is unacceptable. And again, it takes all of us to do this. And we in this podcast we talk about it but i feel like one of the things that we need to do is to call on action and again if you can donate five dollars to an indigenous charity just donate five dollars if you can do it it makes it you you're making your own difference by doing this Mm -hmm. you know you're making your own difference and that's the way to help this not not by just doing it just take action definitely do whatever you can uh find 
you know, local people or local charities or local organizations that, that if they need anything, if they need clothing, if they need labor work, whatever you, you can do, definitely do it. I feel like this is, this is the best time to do it. Uh, um, there's also, um, so my, my job that I am leaving Eve to Canada books, we publish, um, catalogs with books in them that are being promoted. And there isn't an entire indigenous studies section in the Canadian studies collection. So if you are looking for indigenous books to read, um, and obviously the money would go to support those authors, there's tons of stuff about the, um, I forgot the exact word of it, but is it like the 60 sweep where they were uh, like um, taking Indigenous people as well? There's stuff about the Reconciliation Act. There's definitely different texts to, to educate yourself as well if you feel like you don't know enough about the topic. And then from a more like consumerist standpoint, um, fashion designers Leslie Hampton and Angela DeMontigny are wonderfully amazing um, Indigenous designers here in Ontario who um, donate a lot of their money, time and resources back to the Indigenous community if you're looking to support in a fashionable way, because that's how I show my support for things. <laughs> Yeah, what, whatever you want to support it. Again, if yeah. you if you watch TV, subscribe to APTN, four bucks a month. That money goes to indigenous people. Yeah, uh, you know that. Again, if you want to do something, just do your part. Uh, it, it is it is something that we have to learn, including ourselves. Uh, we have to learn how to help these people. And, and again, we don't have to do drastic change, but we can do a little a little change helps. Anything yeah. helps. Instead of us going to social media and bitch, let's do some action. That's definitely, yeah. and, and again, doesn't have to be a lot. doesn't have to be a month, but you know, just a little bit, any little bit helps, but it's, it's about time. We, we should just do this. So, yeah. you know, we gave people a good 30, 40 minutes of our time. This was good. We hey, just you and I. Yeah. I think we, we killed it. Yeah, we killed it. I will give you a virtual high five or some shit. I'm Thanks. using Linux, so I can't do that in Windows. I could do that check but anyways uh anyways guys uh subscribe to our podcast on apple spotify stitcher wherever you get your podcasts uh don't forget to donate on patreon uh or paypal become a patreon it really helps us uh also go to our website blackinthemaritimes.com social media twitter facebook instagram tiktok black in the maritimes hillary you got ten thousand views so our videos so far, there's one that has like 8,000, one that has 10,000, one that has 6,000, and we're almost at 1,000 followers. I don't know what I did, but it's bumping right now. So very happy about that. So like definitely check out our TikTok. <laughs> yeah, check out our on TikTok, Instagram, and yeah. Anything else to say, Hillary? Well, actually, yeah, our Instagram, our reels are also doing really well as uh, really well as well over there. So make sure to check those out. And then um personal stuff cropberry as usual i'm reviving the blog shortly my personal blog so make sure to check that out secondglances.ca is still a live website and yeah find me on social media or find me on our, our tiktok because i do fun things over there all right guys peace bye